Hello, Hippionians. Why don't we talk about something that's for, I'm not going to say the older crowd. I will say the more mature crowd, okay? Because I fall into that crowd and I do not consider myself old at all. But I will say those of us who are over the age of 40, 40 and over, let's put it like that. So I was obviously doing some reading and I came across this article that I was like, hmm, this is pretty interesting. And you know what? Pretty valid and probably applies to a lot of us who are not gym rats. Uh, And there's nothing wrong with being a gym rat. I wish I was a gym rat (laughs) because I would for surely be a lot more toned um, and fit, but I'm not. So I don't, you know, I don't make excuses. I don't like the gym. I don't go. Okay. But for those of us who are not constantly in the gym working out and we are at that beautiful, mature, uh, lovely age of at least 40 and over, this article was by bloodsugarfit.com and they talk about how to lose weight after 40. And it is a little bit harder as we get older to get the pounds off. You know, everything we eat seems to stick. I Even down to water. It's like you get on the scale and you got water weight and you're like, well, what the heck? I didn't really eat anything. It's the water. Everything wants to stick to you when you're over 40. Why is this? I have no idea. You can still be as active as the next person that's in their 20s. But for some reason, our body metabolism loves to hold on to everything, everything. So if you are 40 or older and you have been trying unsuccessfully to lose weight for a while, this may be the article to find out why all of your efforts have failed and what you can do about it. Now, obviously, I'm not going to read the whole article. Uh, Bloodsugarfit.com is where you can go to read this article, which will be posted in the description box. But let's skim through and just kind of get some basic understanding of what's going on with our bodies and why this is happening to us. At 40, it's harder to lose weight. Your skin doesn't look as dewy or plump and your joints and muscles have more of a tendency to ache and you're more likely to get injured because you can't move your body as easily as you used to. With that particular line or sentence being read, I will tell you, when I was, okay, first of all, when I was younger, and I mean like in my teens, I could do a split. You know what cheerleaders do? I could do a split or I could sit in the yoga pose. You know how you cross your legs and it looks like you're you're a pretzel? I could do that. I get on the floor all the time now still and I, you know, try to stretch out my muscles and my legs. I cannot put my both of my legs up like I used to in a pretzel and sit in that style. One will go Right. But when I try to put the other one, I'm like, ah, why is this so painful? (laughs) I'm like, what happened? You know, and it's funny when you don't continue to do something throughout your life, you will actually start to lose that mobility in that muscle. And so, yeah, I can cross my legs, um, you know, like um, just literally fold one leg under the other one. Um, and sit like that, but I can't put, like, I can't sit here and put my left leg up on my right, uh, inner thigh across my knee and then do the same thing with my right leg across my left upper 
uh, or lower thigh, inner or inner knee. I can't put it in there. I can't put myself in that pretzel anymore. And I sure as heck can't do a split. And I sure as heck don't try to do a split anymore. But I could, I used to could do that stuff, right? So it's true. Our joints don't move like they used to. We get aches. Oh my goodness. I can't tell you every morning I get out of bed. I'm like, why am I aching? Why does my joints ache? Why do, when I get up from sitting down, I feel like, ooh, I'm, I'm walking with a limp. I'm like, gosh, time, <laughs> what has happened to me? But so that's true, right? And according to the American Association of Retired Persons, it is a lot harder for someone who is 50 to lose weight than it is for someone who is 20 to do the same things. And between the hormonal changes that come with getting older and menopause, it's just not as easy to hold on to that thin, slender physique. Now, again, there are some people who have great, a great ability to do that. And these are probably, like I was saying, your gym rats, the people that go to the gym, they work out constantly. Um, they're fit. They, you know, and it makes a difference. It, it does make a difference. I will agree. But most of us, when I, well, you know, I'm not going to say most of them. I'm just going to say myself because that's all I can talk about. I don't exercise. I've never been a person that loves to exercise. I, I don't know what it is. I just, I've never liked it. Maybe I'm just not disciplined. I don't know. Call it whatever you want. I've just never been a person that loved to exercise. Okay. I didn't, I don't find that, oh, I feel so much better after I exercise. No, I don't like it. So I have to figure out other things. I have to be careful about the amount of carbs that I'm eating. I eat carbs because I need carbs. My brain needs carbs, you know, so I don't deprive myself of carbs, but I have to be very careful of what I'm eating. And whereas as somebody who is maybe going to the gym on a daily basis and working out, maybe you can have a little bit more higher carbs and stuff and you're okay because your body is able to burn it. But so I have to pick and choose my battles, right? And so if I know I'm not going to get out here and exercise, I'm not going to sit down and eat big plates of carbs and then sit on my couch and absolutely do nothing because then I'm only harming myself. So I have to be very, very methodical about what I'm going to eat. And when I do exercise, you know, I, I pick other things to do. You know, I play with Bella, um, you know, or maybe go for walks or stuff like that or hikes, but I just, I'm not a person that likes to be in the gym, period. All right. So here's how to lose weight. If you are over 40 and you're struggling with losing that extra weight, first, you want to train your brain, have the right mindset. So in this article, they're talking about when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is I start my workout routine. Um, and that's what that person does. In fact, waking up isn't even what I want to do when, uh, my eyes first open. If I'm being honest, I want to close my eyes and I go back to bed. That's what they said. Right. But I don't, they get out of bed, they put on their clothes, uh, that they laid out the night before. And I walk to the bathroom, brush my teeth, wash my face, and then I head out to the gym. So here's a gym rat, the person that wrote this article. <laughs> so this may not apply to everybody, this first thing. Well, no, technically it does. It's train your brain. You don't have to go to the gym, but you can definitely do the same thing. Get up, shower, or brush your teeth, wash your face, grab some water, and then get out and go for a walk before it gets too hot 
or get out and go for a little run before you have to go to work, you know, so finding those things that you can do, but just getting yourself in that mindset of, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. Number two, train your cravings and start eating the right foods. I am going to be very honest with you, everybody right now. And I say it because I used to do it. Okay. I, I haven't done it in years, but I used to do it. And what I used to do is I used to eat a lot of fast foods. I used to eat a lot of sweets and a lot of junks. And don't get me wrong. I still love my sweets. Right. But when I tell you that I have cut back on my favorite, most favorite candy in the whole wide world, M&Ms with peanuts, how I've cut back on eating my chips and my Funyuns and everything else that I love to eat, I have literally scaled back and it has made a tremendous, tremendous difference. Okay. So you have to learn, you have to train those cravings because it was hard. And so what I did was I just didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I didn't bring it in my house because I knew if it was in my house, I was going to eat it. And then when I did bring it in my house, I only got individual packs. I didn't get family size packs. I got individual packs because I said, I will sit here and I will eat a whole freaking bag, just about a whole freaking bag of M&Ms with peanuts. I can't, I, I couldn't stop myself. So you have to train those cravings and you have to start eating the right foods and changing that with something different. So what did I do? I love this particular, um, it was kind of like a granola, but it was like a keto crunch, right? Um, low carbs, low cows, and low sugar. And I would put it in yogurt because I like ice cream too. And so I would start substituting that for the candy and it started to help. Now, I'm not, it was hard. It was hard those first couple of weeks to get through that, that moment because I was, I had, I it's like an addict that fiends for that next hit. I was fiending for candy. I, I needed my M&Ms with peanuts or I needed my chips. And so I just started doing that and filling up on water. And I slowly started to change that addiction that I had to the sugar, to the junk food. And I then started eating fruits, cherries. Um, I've never been a big apple person, but a banana or um, something where I could get that sweet fulfillment is what I did. So you have to figure out what it is that you crave that's not healthy and switch it up to something that is. Number three, train your body. Exercise how your body wants to. I love this. I love this sentence because, see, I don't like going to a gym. I cannot. And, and maybe it's just me being shy, me being an introverted person, but I'm not going to go to a gym and work out. That's just not who I am. But I will get up and I will take my dog for a walk and I will play with my dog in the backyard and throw the ball and make her think I'm running after the ball so we can both be running a little bit. Of course, she's always going to beat me because she's got four legs and she's way faster than I am. <laughs> but, you know, doing those little things is still getting my exercises in, even though I'm not physically on a machine or, you know, doing that. So if you can let go of the steak and potatoes, you don't have to, you can go on and forgive yourself. Eating steak and potatoes is, is fine. Just leave off the gravy, the fake bacon toppings and anything else you normally add. And one thing else that I've learned too, 
all the salad in the world you want. Make a huge salad. Put every vegetable in it you can think of. Throw stuff in there. Try to eat as much raw vegetables as possible. But when you get ready to go for that dressing, please, please do not do more than one or two tablespoons of dressing. And look at the dressing. Um, you know, you can get um, like a yogurt dressing, like a cucumber yogurt dressing that maybe has, you know, less than five uh, carbs in it and maybe has a low cal, like th uh, 30 cows. Uh, but still sticking to that two, I would, I mean, if you could get away with one, that's great. If you can do just squeeze lemon and put a little olive oil on there and a little pepper, but finding ways to fake out your body, to think that you are full and eating all that salad. I mean, all of that raw, good, fibrous foods, that's not only going to help fill you up, but it's going to just like sweep through your intestine and help clean and brush all the roughage out of your intestine. Drinking your water, lots and lots of water, getting that in is, is critical. It's critical and it helps you to stay full and it feeds the body. It gives the body what it needs. It's healing. It's, it's just, you'll see the change, but it takes time it really takes time and you need to be patient with yourself. Don't get angry when you go off your diet or you go off of your meal plan. Don't feel like you failed. You know, if you have mashed potatoes with your steak, you deserve it. Every now and then we all deserve to eat what we want to eat. I mean, I'd hate to know that I didn't have that mashed potatoes with my steak and then I don't, you know, that's it for me. And I'm like, what? Seriously? I miss my, my potatoes. And, and this, you know, so even though I, I jokingly speak this or I'm saying this, what I really, really want everybody to know is that none of us are perfect, right? We are going to crave things that are not healthy for us, you know, but we can change the narrative and we don't have to get stuck. And even if we mess up, we don't have to beat ourselves up. We don't have to say, oh, I can't, I can't go back and start over again. I can't even tell you how many times I've had to start back over from the beginning, but I did it. And I'm so happy that I did because every time I started over, it gave me a new opportunity to get to where I wanted to get to on a physical level, on a health level. And now, even though I still have lots of room for improvement with how I'm eating. I'm doing a whole lot better than I was before. And over the last two months, I have lost 11 pounds. And it's all because I've cut out the sugars. I still have some every now and then, don't get me wrong. But I don't eat like I used to with the sugars, with the, the M&Ms, the peanut M&Ms and the chips. I don't eat like I used to. And I've lost 11 pounds. So it's doable. And I want you to know that it's doable. And I don't want you to give up hope. I don't want you to get discouraged. I just say, if you mess up today, start tomorrow. Just don't feel like I can't start over because every day is a new day. And it's an opportunity to do better than we did the day before. All right, everybody, God bless. And I will talk to you the next time.